0: Welcome to Super Aging Podcast. This podcast strives to promote healthy aging and amplify caregiver voices while raising awareness about dementia. Thank you for listening. I am your host, Fatou Sise. Today, I am speaking with Diane Dillett. Diane established and operated the Dillett Company, Inc. in 2020. She developed and serviced clients in health, life, disability and long-term care insurance. She focused on retirement planning through IRAs and small business retirement plans, as well as portfolio management. She specialized in working with self-employed and small business owners in providing benefit coverage, such as life, health, disability insurance, and retirement plans. Diane re-established her company to focus on the needs of senior population as medical insurance solution for seniors, LLC, in 2016. Her primary focus is working with folks enrolling in Medicare selection of complementary plans such as, as supplement insurance. Prior to beginning her own insurance, Ms. Dillard was the President and Managing Officer of Anchor Insurance and Investment Services, a subsidiary of Anchor Bank from 1989 to 1996. She taught continuing education in life and health at Madison College from 1997 to 1999. Diane studied Early Childhood Education at UW-Madison and Business Management at Cardinal Stretch University. She currently maintains a license in the state of Wisconsin for life, health, property, and casualty. Please welcome um, to the Super Aging Podcast, Diane. It's truly an honor to have you on this show. Thank you for being here.
1: Thank you for inviting me. I I believe it's my honor that you chose me from all the many people who you have at your option. And it's a delight for me to have another chance to help people perhaps learn a little bit more about Medicare.
0: Right. I mean, Diane, I mean, choosing you is truly an honor because knowing you for several, several years and having seen your work in the Medicare enrollment and healthcare in general, as far as insurance, it's just been remarkable to see how you help people. So I wanted to make sure that during this time, I could have this conversation with you and educate our people who are listening to this podcast about what do you have to offer? What do you have to bring to them as far as Medicare goes and uh, when when it comes to enrollment so they understand what's out there and and how to uh, access those in this podcast we ask everybody this one question and I will ask you that Diane that is what does super agent means to you
1: that's yeah an intriguing question when I saw that uh, to me it really is you know it's it affects us at all ages. It's it's growing and being the most you can at any phase of your life, whether it's beginning to age or we, but we become more aware of it, I guess, when we look at, at our, you know, the aging population. But I am constantly impressed with the people who are turning 65 now. And I've been working with them and watching as this group of people has changed Mm -hmm. and how many things they continue to do at 65 and how many what kind of interests and plans they have. It's why I kind of enjoy working with people at 65 for many people. It's like a taking off to a new, maybe a new endeavor, something they didn't have time for before, or maybe it's travel, or maybe it's continue working and and being Mm -hmm. able to give more time to that. So it's, I think it's just really being able to um, retain some, sense of purpose and and really a a sense of curiosity Mm -hmm. as time goes on.
0: Right, right, yeah, sense of focus and a sense of curiosity and that keeps you moving because, yeah, and that's where super aging comes in play. So thank you for that explanation. Your specialty is helping people understand Medicare and uh, all of its plans. So today we will be talking about those. But first, tell us what is Medicare as a plan?
1: Well, you know, Medicare started in in, um, 1965 as a way to help this segment of population. And back in 1965, I think we saw that at 65, people were older than they are now. Mm-hmm. I think now people are 65, <laughs> and they have different kind of plans than people did. Um, yeah, yeah. They many, many, many continue working beyond 65, um, and those that don't usually it's because they have another plan in mind. They have something else they want to do. Mm-hmm. So um, it started. It was started um, and under the kind of umbrella of Social Security. But now it's administered by something called CMS. And people see those letters everywhere. But it means Center for Medicaid, Medicare and Medicaid Services. And they're the administrator. um, And Social Security, you know, is right. There because they're in the same again. They're in the same working a working pair kind of as they work together mm-hmm. to to meet the kind of needs that people have at this time and before that you know people left in an employer group and kind of had nowhere to go so Medicare fills a huge gap. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So does that mean it is a federal program? Yes, okay. it is a
1: federal program. Correct.
0: Okay. What are some of the eligibility criteria for Medicare?
1: Well, it's, it's, it's kind of easy to say it's for everybody, but there are some qualifiers. And one of them is, there are really two big qualifiers. One of them is to be age 65 or older, or to have um, a disability. That okay. you and collected SSI for 24 months, or to have ALS, certain really serious conditions that need you know serious medical care, um, and the other is to be a U.S. citizen or a lawful alien that's res- resided here for at least five years. So there are you know there are a couple qualifiers, and
0: okay. uh,
1: and then it, that those are met, then it's available to you.
0: All right, so for someone who has disability, they have to actually collect social security check for a certain period before they can qualify for Medicare.
1: Correct. And, for and 20,
0: again, how many months is that? It's for
1: 24 months, For so two years. So in the 24th month, right? Then they will, you know, they'll they'll get a Medicare card, and you know, so in it, a little, and they'll get it in advance of that. But telling them at that 24 months they need to, en- enlist enroll in Medicare, and okay. so and make not, make that kind of.
0: It's not automatic enrollment, but they have to actually like enroll.
1: In right. The- yeah, they have to they have to go and and sign up and it's if they have it simplified because social security knows where they are and knows you know knows their situation so it's it's Mm -hmm. just kind of fill in the blanks and
0: okay all right and for those that are not citizens but say permanent residents or lawful residents of the U.S. they have to be here for five years and be 65 or older to be able to qualify for this? Yes. Eligible? Right. Do they need to work in the system at all to be, to be eligible?
1: Well, if they don't work in the system and don't earn any credits, mm-hmm. they will have to pay a bit more at the time there's, they do join in than other people. Most working people, if you have worked for forty quarters or ten years, that pays entirely for Part A for the Part A coverage. Other people, uh, unless you know, unless you have a higher income, but for most people, that is that takes care of Part A, and they we don't have to pay any more for that.
0: Okay, all right, and we will get into those parts in a minute. But when is the enrollment period, and what happens if an eligible person missed the period?
1: Okay, now are we talking about? We're talking about when a person becomes eligible for Medicare, right? And, right. and they will get. It's it's all about your birthday. Um, three months before <laughs> you turn sixty five, okay. you know it's three months before the month of your birthday and three months after. We we call it a window, but it's a period of time that you can sign up without any no health questions that's your eligible time no matter you know what your situation is, you are eligible for Medicare and um, if you have worked the 10 quarters you do not pay at that you know for a after that.
0: Okay And is there and is that called the special enrollment?
1: Well that's really called an initial enrollment so good question okay, good okay question because it there are these different there's several you know we have different kinds of enrollments okay, so thank okay. you for bringing that out because yes that's your in the initial enrollment period
0: okay, for everyone
1: okay. they make it an, you know now Maybe they decide they don't want to be on Medicare yet because they're working. But then when they leave work, they would have something called a special enrollment period. And special enrollment periods come up at different times in someone's life. Like if they worked beyond 65 and didn't, you know, chose not to take Medicare at that time. Mm -hmm. Or if they did have Medicare and have a big, you know, significant change of residence, then they would have. At that time, a special enrollment. So there are a few different times where there is a special enrollment.
0: Okay. So if they are working at 65 or beyond 65 and have health plan through their work, they can maintain that and not enroll in Medicare. And once they maybe not, no longer working and decide that they want this, they can still enroll into the Medicare system.
1: That's right. They can. They some people should
0: plan, to- plan in between the time that their employment in and the time that their Medicare enrollment starts would there be like a cobra plan pay, uh, coverage or how does that work
1: the best thing would be to plan ahead and you know I find that most people do they they think well I think I'm going to retire in a year and some people will at that time, start planning for it so okay. they can have start to investigate. So they, they can, when they're time, they leave actually give notice to their employer. They're having that happen on say the, the 30th of September and mm-hmm. October 1st, they have their Medicare starting. So ideally that's, and Medicare always starts on the first of a month. So, that's okay. a good way to you know to match it and and it seems that people do are aware or many people are aware of it and it's important to sign up when you, it is your time either your initial enrollment or when you when that you are leaving your employer because okay. there there are penalties involved and they're okay. kind of complex to go into what they are okay. right now okay. you know for this discussion but it, it is important to do these things at appropriate times and um, otherwise you kind of get caught and you could be without coverage because once um, a person is 65 regular health insurance is in most cases is not available to you
0: right right or even if you do get it it's going to be expensive
1: right well and it's really um, difficult to actually find it um, Mm -hmm. because everyone thinks you should be on Medicare, so they do not <laughs> offer it, you know, yeah, on the yeah. other companies. And they'll have insurance up to 65. And actually, some private companies won't even sell it to you at 64 because they know you're going to be going off. Soon. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, interesting. I did not know that. Tell us about the annual enrollment period and what happens that time.
1: Well, the the annual enrollment period is, is where we are right now. And it began Friday, October 15, and it runs through December 7. And this is a time for people who are on Medicare and have a plan. Perhaps they have a prescription plan or they have an Advantage plan or they have a Medicare supplement or they don't have any, but now they would like one. So here they have this annual enrollment where they can review their drug plan and look at it and see if their changes, see if their health changed and just make a decision. Do I want to stay here or do I want to move on, you know, check out other places or if they have an advantage plan. And that's why we see every other commercial on TV right now talks about Medicare because every company would like you to change to them. Well, you can, if you want to, but, they're each trying to tell you why, you know, why it's a good, what their best offerings are.
0: Okay. That's that's good. Um, so what are some of the things that it's covered under Medicare?
1: Well, Medicare does a really, you know, a, a really good job of providing for health care. Okay. Uh, some people choose to have just simply Medicare because what it does and and maybe now is a good time to talk about the letters is, is that yeah, okay yeah. or do you have so that okay, later yeah. this
0: is the time to talk about part a b d and... good.
1: okay yes <laughs> because at sooner or later we have to talk about the alphabet right yes <laughs> we have to <laughs> <laughs> and it, it does start with a you know yeah. part a is all about it's all about hospital care you know, it's everything inpatient. That's what Medicare covers. Now they do cover it, but we'll have a $1,484 deductible for every benefit period. So you could have more than one benefit period in a year. And that deductible would be, you know, an individual's bill, but mm-hmm. Medicare will pay everything else. And we know hospital bills are high, the 1400 is a reasonable deductible when you think of the 1000s and 1000s of dollars that Medicaid, that the hospital bill is, but that is part A. And, and remember, we said, most people don't have to pay for a if they've worked for the 40 quarters of their lifetime because right, right. they paid for that through their tax their um, fica tax all the while they worked. Okay, and then part B is mm-hmm. covers all medical. It's all outpatient, so things that to do. With your going to the doctor, getting x-rays, um, mm-hmm. getting physical therapy, all of those things fit under part B. Okay. And there, Medicare now has a deductible $208. Okay. Am I saying $208. Right? right. And that's a once a year deductible. Okay. Um, just one time. So You know, that I was just going to make sure if I'm saying the right number, (laughs) but it is, you know, it's a one time deductible. You are
0: a total veteran on this, so I I trust the numbers that you're throwing at all.
1: (laughs) Sorry, I didn't mean to duck away, but I just, just because I say these numbers all the time, it's 203, because somehow when I said eight, it sounded wrong to me, but it's 203. Sorry, the wrong number popped in front of my brain. Yeah, Um, Three is almost an eight, right? <laughs> half an eight. <laughs> yes, half an eight. I, I half an eight. But it is, and that's a one-time deductible. Now, that deductible will go up a little bit every year. It's, okay. it's by, the, by the federal government. People who had Medicare um, be prior to 2020 don't have to have that deductible. But going forward from 2020 onward, if you're 65 after 2020, um, then you will have that deductible. Okay. And be, so after that medic after that deductible, Medicare will pay for 80% of your cost. So, in other words, if you had a an x-ray, you went to the doctor and had an x-ray, you would pay, have a deductible, first of all, of the $203, and then the rest of the cost, you would pay 80% of. And okay. Medicare, remember, Medicare takes... Adjust cost, so you would pay 80% of that adjusted cost.
0: So you would pay the deductible first. That right. one fixed, regardless.
1: Regardless, and just one time a year you would. So pay one that. time
0: a year you pay that deductible, and then whatever your bill is. If your bill is like thousand dollars, you pay 800. Oh, Medicare pays 800, right? Right. Right, and you pay two hundred because that would be correct. Rate. Okay,
1: that's okay. right, and that would you know so that would take you know that would and if you once you sign enroll and in, into Medicare, remember we said Part A we we earned we paid for it while we're working. Part B we have to pay for at the time of. Okay. Enrolling in Medicare. And and for that, we're gonna pay a hundred and what is that this year? It's a hundred and forty-eight dollars each um every month.
0: Month. Okay. So that's the premium. It's a
1: hundred a hundred forty-four fifty. Okay. And we pay that but we pay that directly to Medicare. And people who are on Social Security, that will just be taken right off their social security check. Oh, and so I, they I, hardly okay. notice it. So
0: it will be auto paid through their social security.
1: Right, that's the way they prefer to have it. And if you're not a person is not collecting social security, well, they set up a program. Um, either paying, they usually want people paying quarterly.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I
1: think they're working to develop a monthly pay on that. Yeah. Because okay. so quarterly, it's it's a you know a lot of money for people.
0: People, yeah, yeah. I can imagine. Yeah and uh, so that's part a b and how about part d
1: part d is a prescription coverage okay and so part d is it's it's a medicare program but it's it's purchased through private insurance companies okay so medicare creates the outline and all of the plans have to be alike and they have to have the same deductible they can go ho- lower but not higher and the and the kind of the arrangement of have of the tiers and most people who are on any kind of prescription plan know that we have tiers that generic and um preferred generic generic preferred brand brand and then specialty is kind of how we usually run those tiers one to five and the lower tiers will have the lowest cost and so that that framework is developed by Medicare and each company can develop its own formulary. In other words, choose what drugs are going to offer and how they will place them in tiers and then set up a plan, charge a charge a monthly cost for it and charge co-pays for those prescriptions. So that will be different with every plan. And that's why it's important. It can be important for people to check that every year. Mm -hmm. And and each company is required to send you. And most people who are on Medicare would have that by now because it comes usually in September. That's called an annual notice of change. Okay. And it's really important to look at that and then to look at what the plan is changing and then look at your own life and say, did I change prescriptions? Did this plan work well last year? And make a decision, do I want to stay here or do I want to look around and, and see if there's something that meets my needs better than this?
0: Okay, is there points where people get medications that they need, but those medications are not covered by Part D? It,
1: it can, Medicare does have, it's, it's pretty I, I guess I don't hear it so often that the, no, it's not covered at all, but it might be covered by one plan and not another Okay. Um, because prescription plans vary in price from maybe $7 a month to maybe $120 a month. Okay. So each a, a plan that costs, you know, towards a hundred dollars is going to have more prescriptions available on it. It's just okay. going to have a bigger list for every, ailment or, or treatment need, it maybe we'll have maybe we'll have 10 prescription available where another plan might have only two. And two may be enough because they're the most common. but somebody might have a special need or a special reason to choose something else. Well they that's you know they may need to choose a more expensive plan then.
0: And that this would be a good time to look at those plans to review what you need versus what's out there and what do you have now and make the decision based on those things, right?
1: Right, right. Because it is, it varies and and our needs change. Um, People get new prescriptions. So it is really good that there is that option every year to make a change. That's
0: right. And now you did mention about how Medicare covers uh, 80%. And then there is a 20% that the individual need to cover by themselves. Given how expensive healthcare coverage can be, that 20% can be a whole lot, many, many thousands that some people may not be able to afford. What insurances are there to cover that? So tell us about that, that piece.
1: Okay. Well, that's, that is that is an important thing to consider. Um, it's like, you can say 20% of a doctor visit. Well, that's okay. But 20% of open heart surgery is another story. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. so it, you are right. It is, it is a wise thing to look at what other options there are. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're kind of fall into two categories okay. um, one category would be to choose supplemental insurance kind of okay. referred to sometimes as a medigap plan in okay. Wisconsin we call it supplemental insurance okay. oh, medicare God, supplemental I insurance God. and here what it does is fill in those gaps and that's why it has a term kind of medigap but it would pay that 80% and it it can it can pay that Part the hospital deductible. Remember, we said there was a 14, you know, $1,484 hospital deductible. It can Mm -hmm. cover that. And the thing it cannot, the 203 part B deductible that we would have to carry, we can't cover that any longer. But the 20% would be covered on all the other, other rest of part B. Okay.
0: So then there's a supplement. And it's the other name for it is Medigap.
1: Right. And that is, you know, with that kind of plan, you have uh, no, you can go to any physician or professional, you know, treatment that accepts Medicare payment. So there's no networks to it. You can use it all over the country, anywhere within the United States. So that, and that's one reason people might choose it because they travel or they spend time in other parts of the country at different times of the year so that can be a good choice for someone like that
0: okay can you walk us through the process of enrollment applying for medicare and what other do- what documents would somebody whether it's initial enrollment or annual enrollment are there documents that's needed what what are the processes of that
1: okay now I think I I just wanted to just add on to the rest of the last question just a little bit, if if, if okay, um, because I might forget it otherwise. But the Medicare supplement would be one way. Another way would be the Advantage plans. So you have both of those choices. And sometimes people call Advantage plans are also known as Part C. Yes. And so you hear the other um, alphabet letter. But it's because... Interestingly, they call it's like an algebra lesson because it includes part A and B and D, and they call it C. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. but it really is an advantage plan. That's the ones you see the most advertising about because mm-hmm. that can have extra things beside the Medicare coverage. It can have some gym coverage or a little dental or vision. So it can have some of those things where, which Medicare does not cover, but the insuring company who has the advantage plan will pay will cover. And so they will each be you know, they're different with every one of the plans. So it just means if you are choosing that you need to do a little searching around and seeing which fits what you're trying to do the best.
0: That's wonderful. That's wonderful.
1: But now we'll go back to your. And yours was on
0: yes, on so enrollment the and the documents needed for this.
1: So, would we first talk about the enrolling in Medicare itself at age sixty-five, mm-hmm. and that that is really I think it's gotten easier because you. Most people don't even have to go to the so the Medicare office and where that would be. There's not a separate Medicare office. That's where you would go to Social Security office. Mm-hmm. And they it's best if you're going to go there to make an appointment uh, so that you're not waiting and waiting. But you can go online and it totally enroll in Medicare. And I find that seems to be working better. It seems that I'm finding people are able to do that within, you know, Whatever time, you know, one spending a little time one evening doing go following through. And then in about two weeks, they have a Medicare number and about a month they have their card. So actually get their Medicare card. So what the website to go to is the Social Security website, okay. which is S S A, Social Security Administration dot gov. And to okay. be very careful that you're going to that. One right. that says dot And then it will give you an option. It shows you they've made it more friendly. So it shows you a picture of people saying i want to sign up for medicare and then you just click on that and it will take you right through the only thing you will need there is to identify yourself you have to open an account with your social security number and they want to make sure they might do a another verification like through your phone or something to make sure that you you really are you know it's very important that you're the person you're saying so they will use some other identifying means But that's all you would need and you don't don't pay any money or you don't you know really need much more than that now there can be other circumstances like perhaps if you disagree with the working quarters or things like that well then you might need to go back and bring in more documents than than other folks did but basic basically most people just need to go online and I I really would say from when I started working with Medicare, um, you know, several years ago, it was people struggled with it. And now I find that people seem to do it really quickly. So I'm not sure if they are better at computers or if the computer got easier. But I think it's a little of each. I think I, I think we've you know, computers have become programs have become more easy to work with and,
0: work with, yeah. and I, more and I,
1: friendly. They become a little more friendly.
0: <laughs> that, that is true. And I think the pandemic also made us get attached to our computers to a point that people are learning more and more on how to operate them. How to operate them. At, at this kind of things that Diane, you help people with enrollment and uh, selection of plans. Tell us about that. What, what do you help people with?
1: Oh, good question. I Well, first of all, I do not work for Medicare in any way. Yes. I, I am um, an independent broker, so I do not work for one particular company. I work for uh, okay. many different ones, for national companies and local companies. Okay, so okay. Um, when people call me or, or come to me, some of them need some help figuring out how to get on the website with Social Security, I, I send them, you know, or, or try to help them connect to the right website if if they need that help. Mm-hmm. But then um, we say, well, what about that, you know, you, as you did, what about that 80%? How do we do? So then I try to show them both ways of managing it. You know, if you do a Medicare supplement, that is really, you know, it's, The supplement is provided by an insurance company, and there are many different ones. So we try to figure out which one might work for you based on your price and your situation and other things that are important to you. But they all have to cover what Medicare says. They need to follow Medicare rules and pay for what Medicare says and give you without cost, Mm -hmm. you know, the things that Medicare does give you because then Medicare pays. So if you have a claim, it goes right to Medicare. If Medicare, if it's something Medicare covers at all, which they cover, Medicare covers most screenings like Mm -hmm. colonoscopies and mammograms without any cost. So those things would just get paid for on a normal claim. Then they would, Medicare would pay its part, send it to your, insurance company and they pay the rest and mm-hmm. most people just get a statement and if any copay is due or something that will tell them but for many people it's, it's simply a statement telling them what happened i also helped them to see that with the advantage plans or part c mm-hmm. there what what is happening is medicare is paying that company to take care of your health care Okay, so okay. the claim doesn't go to Medicare, it goes right to that company and they will settle the claim, adjudicate the claim just the same way that Medicare would. They need to cover whatever Medicare says is covered and they can add some of their own coverage, too. So, that you know, so there your claim will just be with that particular, whichever company you chose. And that's what I try to help people understand that. So they can feel comfortable knowing, you know, where what's happening in the future, and then Mm -hmm. picking which one, and um, looking at companies trying to help them see how one company works, how another one and how, how it might fit, perhaps their health condition, and their financial condition. So those things are both important. Also, and it's really emotional, I think, your peace of mind. Some people just want the same coverage their sister had, you know, and because it worked. And that's okay if that's what works for you. You know, the companies, you know, I only work with companies that have good financial reputation. And I think, um, you know, we all do as agents. We see a big part of our work is being educational.
0: Yeah because that empowers the clients to make the right choices
1: exactly exactly
0: yeah yeah what do you think is the most important part in trying to enroll and all the different parts that you just mentioned that is involved in that what is the most difficult part
1: most most difficult
0: yeah and I, I think add that you mentioned that they need to identify that the website is actually .gov, instead of .com or .org or whatever .dot that is. So I'm giving you too many questions, but is that to avoid scams so you are in the right website?
1: Right. That's that would be you know a, a, I try I stress that and maybe too much, but. It can happen to anyone because we know that people do things that look like it's a scam or maybe it's just a a large a large agency you might be getting an an insurance agent and you that's not what you wanted at that point you really want to be at medicare so that you're doing something different when you're ready for an agent you can find either an agent online or go to a local agent you know that you can do but the other the part that seems hard is for people, is if we could only know what our health would be, <laughs> we all try to take good care of ourselves, but that's still, it's somewhat of a predictor, but it's not everything. Things can happen. So what fits best at 65, is that what's going to fit best at 85? You know, we don't know. And so we just have to make our, go with, you know, our best Judgment in it that we can, but that's what I see people struggling with, if you could know, because the price is so different. You can find an advantage plan for zero and you can, or you can find an advantage plan for $100 a month or for just maybe a little over 100 mm-hmm. um, Or you can buy a Medicare supplement for about 100 okay. uh, but that Medicare supplement is going to go up every year. It will increase in price every year. So I find people in their 80s who might be paying $300 a month. And that sometimes is a burden at age 80.
0: Right. Um, right.
1: And then, you know, they paid all those years. It's hard to make a change at that time because people get used to what we get. We all get used to what we get used to, right? (laughs) That is true. It comes with comfort. Yeah. Yeah, it's a comfort level and very difficult to change. And so, you know, the advantage then, but the advantage plans then look tempting. But the advantage plans might be, let's take a middle-priced one, about fifty dollars a month. But we'll have copays, where you don't have those problem. You may not have those with your supplemental coverage. Perhaps you have no copays, yeah. where you would have many of them with your. Advantage plan, almost Mm -hmm. everything you do, you will have a copay, whether it's outpatient surgery, or a doctor's visit, or an x-ray, or a physical therapy Mm -hmm. session, you most likely will have a copay for every one of those things. And that's the thing you would look at in the plan, well, how much are they?
0: Right, right, because that's where, you that's going to be out of pocket for you. That's right. Right, right. That's
1: right, the copay will be out of pocket. Are there
0: anything else, Diane, that we need to know about this whole Medicare enrollment? When does the enrollment period end?
1: It ends December 7th.
0: December 7th. Okay.
1: Right. So it's important to do... You know, to to be looking at things now and to tie if you to see whether you think you want to make a change, and yet if you do, to is it something you can manage yourself online, or do you want to work with an agent? Find you know, talk to an agent about it and get some you know, more advice and more ideas on it, and and some professional opinion, or are you you know? And many people are comfortable just doing it all online, right. and I think. Um, I know myself I now work primarily virtually with people. people so okay. it works it it seems like it's easier to have an appointment. Yeah. We can just people can be comfortable in their house and oh, we really. can talk and look yeah. at things. And I think many agents are doing that. And of course, kind of as a result of COVID, it's not what we wanted to happen, but it did. And and I think people have gotten comfortable so with idea. that. Yes. Right. Yeah.
0: Okay, all right. And how can people get hold of you, Diane?
1: Well, I do have a a website that's medinsuranceseniors. dot com. M E D I insurance seniors, and I might have my number. I can also be reached by phone. Okay, all right.
0: I will put your uh, website on our case note, just in case for people who will be interested in reaching out for support for you to help
1: them um, right or or by email you know just right so all those things are fine
0: okay i will put that in the show note is there anything else that we need to know
1: i was just trying to think back on you know what we've talked about but i think we've covered very many things you know we didn't talk Perhaps maybe not enough about prescription coverage because almost everybody, you know, needs to look at that even with an advantage plan. So okay. to make make sure that you you can go and to use everyone can the use
0: plan is Part D, right? Right. Yeah. Part
1: D, but everyone can use Medicare.gov. Now again, making sure you do Medicare.gov. Watch what your what comes after that dot. And then you can actually open a Medicare account on there and enter and and it will have all your prescriptions. It's a medic, everything from your doctor's office, because you think about it, every Medicare is keeping track of you once you're on there. So all of your prescriptions are right there and you can you can try them with different drug plans if you want to.
0: Okay, and, that, and I do
1: that for people too, because they, it's some, is it's a little challenging, but it is possible to do it. And I, okay. you know, some people like doing it themselves.
0: Okay, okay, great. Is there anything else that we
1: didn't touch I, on? I. Don't think, well, we've covered a lot. So I think we did I think we did it pretty pretty wide, <laughs> Jack. Good, good, good. Well, my
0: final question to you then, Diane, is what is it that you do for self-care?
1: I try to give myself one day a week where I don't even come to my sit at my desk. (laughs) That's one of my big things. (laughs) I think it's really important that you just need to have one day that you just kind of shut it off. I still like my phone, but you know, I just do not want to sit there. But I also, I try to do uh, my own type of spa things, you know, just do some nice things for myself Mm -hmm. and then to always I guess I oh, for many years now I've liked to have some kind of working out every day, but I've changed. I used to I used to run and do that. Now I'm looking at some of the different things like Qigong and Tai Chi and yoga and and building those in. And I find that it's very calming and as well as as good for your body. So um, I'm finding those to be really you know helpful. And I like learning a new thing. Oh. So, <laughs>
0: That is so good. Um, It's good to, like you said, it's good to just find time for yourself and work on your health because that's for you, especially who knows that, you know, insurance can be expensive. Treatment can be expensive. You want to do anything and everything to uh, stay healthy as much as you can. So it's nice to hear all the good stuff that you're doing for yourself to take good care of you
1: very important for each of us right
0: that is true that is very true well diane thank you very much for your insights and conversation today i've learned a lot and i'm in this business so i'm pretty sure all of our listener base will learn so much from this segment as well so i wanted to thank you sincerely for your work and for all the information you've provided us so thank you
1: well, thank you. It's um my privilege to be able to share it and I really enjoy helping people kind of kind of it's over a bridge, you know, into a new area for them, for their for the second part of their lives.
0: Right. Great. Thank you. Thanks so much for tuning in to Super Agent Podcast. I hope you enjoyed the program. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out by leaving us a comment or sending us a message via email at superagingpodcast@gmail.com, at gmail.com or connect with us through social media. And if you haven't done so already, please feel free to subscribe to any of your favorite podcast listening sites, Apple, Spotify, or anywhere you listen to your podcast and leave us a review. Until next time, remember that self-care is self-love. Take good care.